spread love. Doom, doom, doom. Spread Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to POV with Kristen Gilmore, where I interview interesting people that you and I are getting to know together. This podcast was created to enlighten, enrich, and inform. Hello, beautiful people. And thank you for joining me for another episode of POV with Kristen Gilmore. Tonight, I have a very special guest with me, and her name is Dr. Beverly. Dr. Beverly, thank you for joining me tonight. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So as you all know, audience, I am getting to know Dr. Beverly for the first time myself, along with you. Dr. Beverly, I know you through two amazing people in my life. That would be my dad and um, my stepmom. And they both speak extremely highly of you. And I of them too. They're fabulous people. Oh, thank you. I mean, I would say thank you for them because they're not here. Um, And I would also like to ask you, so tell us, Dr. Beverly, if you could, could you please share a little bit about yourself with us? Well, I am a retired uh, counselor. Uh, Before I was a counselor, I was a teacher for elementary students. Uh, After that, I became, well, actually, that's what my goal was in the first place, is to be a counselor. But uh, we had to put in three years of teaching, which at first I didn't understand. But once I started working with the children and the teachers, I needed that three-year experience with those children. Um, I finally decided to leave elementary because the the problems that the young children were having was starting to really bother me. And one reason they bothered me because there was really nothing I could do about it. I could have them taken out of the home and then they would be placed like in a foster care, but sometimes there were problems that would arise in the foster care. So I moved from the elementary to um, junior high or middle school. And the problems were basically the same, but just with older children. Now, my love is education, and my other love is exercising. So I had my own studio up until the uh, virus attack, you know, of course, had to close it down. But I not let that stop me. I'm in the process of putting together another one. And this one, the first one was called Body Works. This one's going to call Body Works, Let's Get Personal, because I'm going to concentrate in personal training only. Whereas before, I did a lot of group. Uh, my uh, love for education led me to write a book, and if you don't mind me mentioning it. Absolutely, please do. Okay. The name of the book is The Public Raping of Reunion. And I named it that because it's an attention getter. And I knew no one was going to pick up a book about education. And actually, it's a metaphor. It's actually two stories going on at one time. And it's just telling you why, you know, you wonder why the children, uh, and when I say children, I'm talking about young men, uh, going around killing and harming each other. There's a reason why they're doing that. And it's not because they just don't know any better. But uh, the school system has not given them any hope. And, and this, is, this is what uh, I w- would like for people to understand. If I attend school for 12 years, 13 years, if you include kindergarten, 
I should come out with some type of skill. But the way it's set up, the uh, education system is geared toward those children who are going to college, which is a very, very small percentage. The other children are don't have any skills. So therefore, when they leave high school, what are they going to do? They don't have any skills to do anything. And so um, that's one of the issues that I'm pushing in my book is that the the curriculum needs to be changed around so everybody can graduate with a skill or and a high school diploma. In other words, let it let's let's start uh being career oriented to children starting well actually in Memphis, Tennessee, we actually start in kindergarten with the uh career awareness. And all we do is introduce the children to the local workers, the community workers like the, the postman, the the uh sanitary worker, uh things like that. Okay, as they get older we go in more depth to it. Uh, but the courses are not related to uh, careers, which is one thing they should do. And another thing that we would do for the careers is we would bring the community workers for the for K through three, bring them there on campus and let them visit and let the so they can actually see and talk to them. Then for the older children, we would bring in people like you know pilots or. Uh, what else? Just uh, a major, a lot of different careers. Um, from there, um, what I'm saying is actually let's start training the children in seventh grade. You know, let's let's give them um, a test and to see their interests and and see what they're you know really really interested in. And let's start training. Let's say uh, Crystal's little boy one, and I know you don't have any children, but we just use it as that wants to be a truck driver. Sure. Well, in the, seventh, in the seventh grade, we want to start teaching him about truck driving. And uh, then let's say in the ninth grade or 10th grade, he's going to actually uh, drive a truck, but do simulation, not actually get in a uh, real truck, mm-hmm. not now. But when he graduates, guess what? He's going to be a full-fledged truck driver. And his like uh, his employer is going to be waiting in the audience during graduation. And he's going to say, man, I'll see you at work Monday. And, and because, I, you know, that's the way of getting everybody involved, the business community, because we would have them to come in and teach the courses. The parents would uh, really enjoy because they would know that their children are going to be able to have real good jobs. And so, you know, the question that people say, well, you mean to tell me you don't want them to go to college? No, I'm not saying that I don't want them to go to college. What I'm saying is everybody should have a skill. And let's say that I don't want to go to college right now. And let's say that I'm just, oh, I don't have, my parents don't have the money. So, but in the meantime, I can work a job that's going to take care of me. And later on, if I decide that I want to go to college, guess what? I can start putting my money away and do away with the, uh, College loan. So uh, anyway, that's a great idea. It's fantastic. I, I have been trying to push it and push it because uh, other countries do it. Um, one country in particular is Germany. Every child is going to graduate with some type of certificate. 
is where they're going to be able to walk off that school campus into a job, whether it's a cashier mm-hmm. or whether it's uh, a pharmacist, you know, and they, they categorize them and they, what they do is they meet with the parent and the children. Now we do that too, but our parents are not really interested in it because, and the reason being is because they went through that same school system and it didn't do anything for them. So I guess they say, why bother? And so my idea is to bring the uh, business community, the parents, the children, all these are people who have an interest. And if, if everybody can see that they're going to get something out of this, they're going to cooperate. If, you, if I could tell that parents, you know what, if you make sure that child comes to school every day and does his homework, we're going to make sure that he gets into some type of training whereby he will be able to take care of himself and maybe even you. But you got to make him come to school. You got to make him do his homework. You got to make him have the behavior that is required of a student. Okay, the business community, let's say, let's say you own a beauty shop. Okay, we're going to uh, allow you to come in and teach. And wouldn't it be just fantastic if your worker, who would be the student, could work in your shop? You wouldn't have to worry about training or anything because you've already trained. He, she or he already knows what you like in your shop, how you like for your customers, customers to be treated. Yes. So, well, anyway, I didn't mean to get carried away, but... Uh, this is just my idea. And hopefully one day, uh, you know, they will realize that everybody needs some type of skill, uh, not just, you know, I'm going to college, but the ones that are left behind. Absolutely. Because ev- everyone who goes to college doesn't end up doing a job in their field in the first place. Oh, and, yes. Oh, and yes. also, just yeah. as you said, at college isn't for everyone. I, I have plenty of That's friends right who don't have, who went to a conservatory or who um, don't have a degree, but they started out working or they have some years of college, but they didn't finish the degree and they found another path or another way. I think that is an exceptional thing. Tell me, okay, I missed, um, oh, first I want to know about your, your, are you a PhD or MD? PhD. Wonderful. And what is your PhD Mm -hmm. in? Uh, curriculum instruction and policy study. Wonderful, wonderful, and I love that you are you that um, children and counseling is your love, and so is fitness and health. And the truth is, they both go hand in hand. Oh, they do, they do. I recommend fitness. That's one of the first thing I recommend to uh, my clients is: that Are you on a fitness program? You know, do you exercise? So. Absolutely. Um, anyway, I've re- let me just finish this up. I retired from the school system and have uh, been uh, working the school system and fitness. So once I left the school system, it just felt like something was missing. So what I did was uh, I decided to open up a private practice for counseling. So I have my own private practice. And just so happened, my son... Uh, who uh, is in the medical field, they, him and his partner, decided to open up a clinic that uh, deal with uh, people who uh, have addiction. So as part of their program, they wanted the uh, clients, the patients, rather, to receive counseling. Mm-hmm. 
So I do counseling with the with their patients. That is very much so needed because if you can't get to the core of the problem, the problem's not going to go exactly. away. Exactly. Exactly. Usually the addiction is just on the surface, but there's something that causes that addiction. Exactly. Yep. The addiction mm-hmm. is the effect. Just exactly right. exactly what you're saying, uh, Dr. Beverly. Wow, this is wonderful. I also want you to re-mention the name of your book again, because I have the public raping of, what is it? Wevia Union. Wevia Union. What is uh, it? I'm going to spell it for you. Okay. R-E-L-I-A. Mm-hmm. And it's part of my mother's name. Her name is Aria. Okay. But we would call her Rhea. Okay. Rhea Union. Uh-huh. That's, uh-huh. Is that your mom's full name? Rhea Union? Okay. No, uh, her, that's not. No, that's just the name I gave for the book. Her, oh, okay. her name is Rhea Patterson. Gotcha. But I just used uh, Rhea for the character in the book, the main character. Oh, I understand. Mm-hmm. So tell me, is this a fiction or a nonfiction book or is it loosely based on? It's, it's on both. It's okay. both. It has two stories going on at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's a metaphor. I use the uh, public writing because I, I wanted to get people's attention. Mm-hmm. No, because like I said, if I had said this was a book about education, it, it would just been passed by. Nobody right. would you know, want to pick it up. But it actually starts off... Uh, with a rape, comparing the raping of, of a woman to children who are having their education taken away from them. Mm-hmm. And and you know what? When I think back to um, your experience in as being in being a counselor and how you're talking about how you know you saw children go through so many hard situations and the it's like a darned if you do and a darned if you don't because if you pull them out mm-hmm. of the household then they go to a foster home where it could be worse um, right and, and like and sometimes it is and sometimes it is so you were like uh-huh. what? there was nothing you could do how do you right. figure that we need to fix that system or, or is well, it is the system it. broken or is the family broken well that's a good question i think Everything needs to have some attention, but I think if if you start with giving uh, children hope, you know, letting them go through to school and accomplishing something that they can use to make a living. But we we put them, and that's why the parents don't really get involved because they don't see a, a good outcome, a positive outcome, because they went through that same system and it didn't do anything for them. Like I said business community, the school system, the parents, and the students. They're all stakeholders. And if you can get them together and, you know, the business people, you know, would be a fantastic idea because they, they have their own workers trained like they want. They don't have to use that, that maybe a month to, to send them into training. They're already trained like they want them to be trained to work in their business. And then the parents would would support that because the wow, my my child is going to have a a good job when he graduates. So they're going to say, hey, you know what, you better go to school. That teacher better not call me. You know the way they used to do it in the olden days. Everybody's causing a problem, and but it's and it's going to take everybody to come together and solve the problem. Mm-hmm. You Absolutely. know, and and like I said, if you can show them that they're going to get something out of you. Show the business people they're going to get something now. You show the parents and show the students. Then that that should get the problem under control. I won't say sorry one hundred percent, 
but that should get the problem under control once you can get their attention and show them that, hey, everybody's going to, this is going to be a win-win situation. You know what? I 100% agree with you. And I hope that you're able to get some teachers and some parents and some administrators on your side. And I believe you will. I believe mm-hmm. you will. Are, um, are there any schools that you're particularly targeting? No, I have, um, you know, given presentations about the program and everything. And people seem like they're interested, but then again, uh, they never follow through. Because, okay. you know, I told you I, my degree is in curriculum. And so what would happen is the whole entire curriculum would have to change. Right. Well, let's, right. let's say the majority of it would have to change and it would have to be geared toward uh, career because, I mean, that's why you go into school, you know, because right. I would ask kids, why are you? Yeah. Why are you going to school to learn? I said, OK, after you learn, then what? They don't know. And see, the subject matter is never directly related to a career. Gotcha. You know, and what so me- they don't get the connection. And you know what? Something uh, just in talking, maybe it could be even if it started out as an extracurricular, because when I was in high school, I remember we had extracurriculars because I went to a country school. We had like Future Farmers of America where certain uh, Mm -hmm. children took electives that were aimed towards that. There were the AP classes and then there were Mm -hmm. um, classes that were aimed towards homemaking. Uh, Some of them were aimed towards farming. Some of them were aimed towards mechanics and they were elected. Mm -hmm. But like you're saying, those Mm -hmm. electives are something that a child decided that they wanted to do so they could focus their attention on that. And just like you said, every child isn't going to be going to college. Um, Oh, no. If they have a skill and they decide they want to go to college, they don't have to worry about a loan, taking out a loan that would never get paid. (laughs) They could, Yeah. So, I mean, it would solve a lot of the problems, the major problems. Uh, You know, you coming up with this is uh, wonderful. And I hope that you, I'm going to pray that the Lord puts you in touch with the people who are going to completely have that moment of aha and say, she's onto something and we're going to do this for our children. And I believe you will. I truly, truly, truly believe you will. Well, look, I'm taking a break now because I I have really tried. I mean, at one time I tried to meet anybody that I thought had the power to uh, make some changes. I would request, you know, a meeting with them. I had an entire presentation, went through everything, answered questions or whatever. Like I said, they always appeared like they were interested. But then when it came down to really making that move, I lost them. You know what? Breaks are necessary. They help us to get our energy back up. Oh. So, uh, Dr. Beverly, thank you so much for um, for giving us this time. I just have one more question for you. And that is just based off of your what you've said with me to me about uh, like you having a a, a a degree in counseling and working with the body, uh, body works and health and all of that. What would you want a person to take away from meeting you? Well, one of the most important things in anyone's life is their health. And if you get into exercising, if you could last for two months, you'll see results and you will not want to stop. And the exercise is not only for you physically, but it also helps your mental ability. But you have to be, the thing about people when exercise 
they uh, don't want to be consistent. And you can't exercise this week and not exercise the next week. It has to be every week. And the minimum that you would exercise is three days, no less than three days. What are the benefits that come from exercising? Oh, there are thousands and thousands of benefits. Uh, you know, one the, the main reason is your heart, because that's the problem that most people have. The heart is only about as big as your fist. It has to be, think about it, all day, every day. If you go on vacation, that heart can't go on vacation. Am I right? That's right. That's right. It's got to be. So you have to make sure that heart is strong enough to, you know, to beat. Because remember, it has to take care of your entire body all day long. When you're sleeping, when you're running, when you're sitting, it has to beat. Um, the heart attacks are so common. Thing about that little, that heart attack is it does not tell you that it's going to attack. You could just, just one of us sitting up here now uh, could just fall over. But if they, if the heart gave you uh, a hint that something was wrong, you could sit by the emergency. But usually that don't happen. Um, I've heard of several bus drivers uh, with a um, busload of children taking them to school have a heart mm-hmm. attack. Oh, my goodness. So and then, of course, uh, the, another benefit is it's weight control. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it circulates the you know the fresh oxygen and blood all over you. It just it regulates your body. Yes. And at my age, and I'm not going to tell you my age, but I'm up there. I am not on any type of medication. Okay, and I work out three days now because of the virus. I'm working on my place, but it's mm-hmm. not quite ready. And uh, I feel great majority of the time. You know, I'm not. No one is going to feel great 100 percent of the time right. because you know there's outside factors is going to bother you but it's good for your mind it's good for your soul you know and it's it's good it's just good all for you all over um, I just want to say thank okay. you for being a whole healer. You're you're talking about dealing with the inside when it comes to counseling and the outside when it comes to the physical body. I really appreciate you for coming and uh, and sharing your story with us and sharing uh, with about education and your passion. And Dr. Beverly, I just want to give you. Oh, thank you, and the same to you. You were a very good interviewer. Oh, thank you so much, Dr. Beverly. Mm -hmm. Thank you for joining us tonight on another episode of POV with Kristen Gilmore. And I'll catch you all next time. Good night. Thank you for joining us for another episode of POV with Kristen Gilmore. See you next time. Bye.